Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. to a believer. I'm not talking about a philosophical Christian that yeah, I was born a Christian because my dad was a Christian because I always went to church, but they can't really talk to you about their personal faith. You know what I mean? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about somebody that, that you just know, you know, because man, they, they, have a, they have a love for other Christians. They have a love for the Bible. They, they have, you know, a, a love for God. And, and you just know that, you know, the faith is genuine. In today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you that there are many people with true and genuine faith. They live out the Word of God in each and every day, in their homes and workplaces. But there are also those who claim to have genuine faith, but all they really do is go through the religious motions. Which are you? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 17, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. That's why he tells us we have to put off the old man. It's a decision of our will. We have to come into agreement with him, and we are charged with this task of crucifying our flesh with its passion, passions and desires. We have to come into agreement with the new identity he has given us freely, the position that he's given us freely. But one day he's going to judge the world. Now, he continues in um, Matthew continues, chapter 17, verse 14, when they had come to the multitude. So, so get what's going on here, right? Jesus walking down the mountain with Peter, James, and John, and he, they see the other nine at the foot of the mountain with this big crowd of people. When they come to the multitude, a man came to him kneeling down to him saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they couldn't cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. Now think about that. This is, this is not exactly encouraging to those nine men. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because that's clearly who he's talking to. That's clearly who he's talking about. He just threw those nine disciples under the bus in front of a crowd of people. Wow. It's a wake-up call faithless and perverse generation. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately. It's like, can we talk about this? 
Why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief. For assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you'll say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it'll move. Nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Now, we're going to stop right there. This is one of those times, one of those really rare times, actually, when, when the, the, there's, a, to me, a little bit of a, just a tiny little problem with the New King James Version here. I like the Old King James better on this one because that word epileptic, it's not actually in the text. The word that's in the text, and I'm not going to try to pronounce it because it's a Greek word that's about six inches long, you know? And, but what it means, literally what it means is lunatic. This kid was a lunatic. And what they meant by lunatic is different from what we mean by lunatic. A lot, these days when we use the word lunatic, generally we're talking about a crazy person, a person you know, that's mentally ill or you know, has, has some sort of um, mental incapacity or, or something like that. But the old language meant moonstruck, meaning that with the cycle of the moon, something happened to that individual, and, and, and that's how they explained physical seizures. This kid was having seizures, and, and his dad was, you know, just a, another expression that's biblical. He was beside himself. Now, that one meant mental illness, too. But the idea there was he, was he didn't know what to do. His little boy, he loved his little boy, and his little boy couldn't hear. The Gospels tell us couldn't speak. He, he, he was just so afflicted, but it was a demon. The Bible makes that clear, too. Now, it's funny. I read an article this week, that a couple of days ago, actually, that, that said that most Christians in the United States of America don't believe in demons. Now, there was nothing to back that up, and I was thinking to myself, I think that might be fake news. Because I've never talked to a believer. I'm not talking about a philosophical Christian that, yeah, I was born a Christian because my dad was a Christian because I always went to church, but they can't really talk to you about their personal faith. You know what I mean? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about somebody that, that you just know, you know, because, man, they, they, have a, they have a love for other Christians. They have a love for the Bible. They, they have, you know, a, a love for God. And, and you just know that, you know, the faith is genuine. Never talked to a Christian who didn't believe in demons. I've talked to some Christians who were so completely freaked out by the idea of demons that they didn't want to discuss it. Or it's like I just, you know, like a lady said to me a long time ago, I just think if I leave him alone, he'll leave me alone. And <laughs> no, no, afraid not. This kid had a demon who was causing his epileptic symptoms. Now, just a quick little footnote on that, because another thing that people a lot of times want to discuss, the question will come up, well, I mean, was it a physical ailment? Is it, is it mental illness? Is it epilepsy? Or is it a demon? But that's a false dichotomy. Why would the enemy not seize any opportunity to take advantage of an individual? Do you understand? He doesn't play fair. He doesn't let up. He kicks you when you're down. He looks for any vulnerability to exploit. Maybe this little boy had epilepsy and a demon. I don't know. 
What I do know is he had a demon. And his biggest problem was that he had a demon, and apparently an especially powerful demon. While Peter, James, and John were up on the mountain with Jesus, this dad brought his little boy to the other nine, begging for their help. And remember, they had experience already with this stuff. Back in chapter 10 of Matthew, Jesus had sent the 12 out, and he had given to them power to heal every disease and to cast out demons. And they went out and did that. But now they've encountered a demon they can't handle. And they're completely bewildered. They've run into a demon that's, he's stubborn. We say, get out, and he says, no. We don't know what to do because we're using your name, but this demon is resisting, and so now what do we do? And what's... Because, see, that's their question. Why why couldn't we do it? They pull Jesus aside. They get him alone. They pull him into private. Why couldn't we do this? And he answers their question. And this is one of those where I I love these kind of answers in the Bible. You know, sometimes you get, it's like you know the answer's there, but it's, what is it saying? I don't really understand it. This is black and white. Jesus said, because of your unbelief. Why couldn't we cast him out? Because of your unbelief. Because of your lack of faith, as it's worded in another place. Some time ago, I was really confronted by God with my unbelief. And when I say some time ago, I'm talking about like last year, year before, not 20 years ago. Okay, just to be clear, I just want to be honest. Because I'd never seen it. I'd never seen it as unbelief in my life. And I was wrestling with some stuff and... And God just nailed me in, in a prayer time, you know, it just, where I'm crying out, oh, God, please. Yeah. And it was just as clear as a bell. You don't trust me. This is unbelief. This is you not trusting me. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, We know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. 
For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.